Welcome all of you to Seekers and Restakers to Focus Life to Battlefield. We're talking about female spies. And today we talk about Josephine Baker. She's a black thorn in the side of prejudice of white people. American beauty, French hero, and a British spy, Josephine Baker. She's born Frida Josephine McDonald is Josephine Baker's actual name on June 3rd, 1906. She was born in St. Louis on April 12th and she died on 1975 in Paris. Now, it's only known that she was born into a very poor family in the Midwest of the United States, where she witnessed the brutal violence of the East Street Rice Rides firsthand. The bloodiest rights in the US history up to that time occurred in Louis in 1917. She firmly resolved to flee poverty and racial prejudice and with the help of her singing and dancing abilities, she traveled to New York before continuing into Paris. When she arrived in France in 1925 as a member of the black dance group Revue Negre, her true career got started. I uh, just want to make a sure that you understand that there is so little information about her that it's really, really difficult to understand her childhood and uh, what she was doing and who she was seeing and in list goes on. So she made her stage debut at the Casino de Paris in 1930 and quickly rose to position of Empress of the famous Moulin Rouge. She inspired Paris to embrace Charleston and a brand new musical language, jazz, with her versatility and ability. But Europe was witnessing something else, and that's his rise in evil powers. Baker gave performance in Berlin in 1925, while Hitler's brown shirt, stormtroopers were still regarded as a fringe organization to roaring applause. After Hitler rose to fame with the release of his book Mein Kampf, which referred to black people as a half-apes, the reaction was a very different when she returned two years later. Newspaper titles in Germany and Austria called her as a black devil and a Jezebel, respectively. She was contacted by the Dirksime Bureau in 1937 regarding a voluntary position known as a honorable correspondent, which involved getting information for the Bureau French, of course, Wells. To the war, Josephine insisted on working for free and occasionally had to sell off her jewelry and other possessions to pay for her travels. Through contacts at the Japanese embassy, Baker quickly discovered that Japan had made a covert anti-communist pact with Hitler. Again, main talk. She didn't find out this from the wife of the obviously ambassador, Japanese ambassador, but she found out this from the man in that embassy that night. It was the first of many, many facts she will reveal and relay back to the office. Shortly after that, she told the Bureau that she had heard that Germany intended to occupy neutral Portugal in order to use the ports from France at the Portuguese embassy. She soon turned into one of the France's most precious resources. Now, when the war broke out in France in 1940, Josephine's opulent country estate served as a center of operation of four local resistance factors. Our refugees, including a Belgian-Jewish couple, the Baker provided shelter for. 
The tower was equipped with a radio transmitter for communications with British and the cellar was stocked with the weaponry for the resistance. After getting a complaint, German soldiers came to investigate. Baker assured them that she was just a dancer. Since she was a famous performer, Baker had a cover that made it simple for her to visit nations like Portugal, Spain, Morocco without passport during occupation. Now, when asked by foreign journalists why she had fled France, she responded, I came to dance to sing. <laughs> Interesting. She had actually come to meet with those sympathetic to the cause of the resistance and to transport letters, pictures and papers that might be useful to the Allies. She carried sheet music with details on the locations of the enemy defenses in southwest France, written in invisible ink. Can you imagine invisible ink in today's age we're using computers? She stuffed papers containing other crucial information in her underwear. That's how she was hiding. In 1945, Josephine visited Germany once more after the war. She was recognized at the Allied victory celebration this time. Now, Becker continued to battle for equality for all people even after the Nazis were driven out of the France in 1944 and the war came to the end following year. She said, never forget lessons learned during the war years. Independence must be defended daily. Thank you for watching Life the Battlefield. Feel free to subscribe, share, like, and comment. Like, leave your comments below section. We all can learn from each other much more better. Tell me, what do you know about Josephine Baker and her successes in Second World War and uh, after the war? Thank you.